0: Warning, the show has been known to cause certain side effects in listeners and participants alike. Symptoms include a positive outlook on life, wanting to try new things, and a renewed faith in humanity. Enjoy at your own risk.
1: Hey there, and welcome to the I Like to Like Things podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and thanks for joining me. I don't think I have to tell you that the world can be a dark and scary place for us all. I'm here to help you get through the miasma of that negativity one episode at a time. To do that, I have a guest share one of their favorite things, whatever that thing may be, and we get to share in that enthusiasm and be reminded that there are many, many different things in this world that hold potential joy for each one of us. Things we didn't even know were there waiting Like getting a pink starburst when all you thought were left was yellow. Each guest is going to first tell us why they like their thing, and then they'll tell us how we can easily get in on that fun. And for today's episode, we have a podcast host with more downloads than I'd ever dream of seeing in my entire lifetime. I have Josh Hallmark from the Our Americana Network of Shows. Josh, my brother, how's it going, man?
0: It's going pretty well. How are you?
1: I'm excited. We've been friends for over a year, almost two years, right? I mean, I've worked on a couple of your projects with you. So, like, what are, for people who don't know you, which is very few people, tell them a little bit about, like, your shows.
0: Yeah, so I I have four. I guess I'm most well-known for True Crime BS, uh, since we're not cussing. Um, (laughs) Right. Which is a serialized (laughs) podcast that looks at serial killer Israel Keys. Uh, And then The Karen and Ellen Letters, I would say I am next most known for, which is a serialized comedic investigative podcast that explores found correspondence between a snarky landlord and his two very dumb tenants from the 80s. And then I do Our Americana, which looks at how community in small-town America is impacted by events and Playlist, which is a music podcast that you have been on many, many times.
1: All four of those shows are life-changing, and I don't say that with any uh, stretch of the imagination or any any sarcasm at all. All of them have changed many people's lives, and Josh is too humble to admit that, but it's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> 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 well, I just know from Karen, the Karen and Ellen letters is one of the wackiest things that I've ever heard. But I mean, I, I, I'll see people randomly wearing shirts of the show uh, <laughs> just on social media. And uh, I know from Playlist, it's definitely added a lot of people's, uh, changed a lot of people's ways of seeing different songs, which is similar to like what I'm doing here. I want people to really learn new things. And then also, Our Americana, I know I've cried on at least three episodes. But we're not here to talk about me crying. We're here to talk about things. So, Josh, uh,
0: what's your thing? My thing is the Real Housewives. Dun dun dun! Dun! dun, dun. Speaking of dark and scary. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I I look at The Real Housewives as, and I'm secular, Uh, this is the closest thing to religion I'll ever have. I look at The Real Housewives (laughs) compendium as a Bible, and then each franchise is its own book of the Bible. Um, So I I don't think I could pick a favorite, so I, I left that up to you. And you decided that we would uh, navigate Beverly Hills first, so that's what we're here to talk about today.
1: And that's the f- that's the first incarnation of um, of your religion, correct?
0: Oh, my friend. Well, for me, yes. It wasn't the first book, but it was the first book that I became acquainted with.
1: Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. And I know that you are a recently ordained minister to be able to, uh, you know, perform. Wedding ceremony. so is this the church that you um, are ordained in?
0: It is, it is. I'm working on my tax exemption currently.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just
0: waiting and waiting.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, so Beverly Hills. Okay, so how did, oh, this is a maligned show, and that's one of the main reasons I wanted you to, to bring you on here, because I hate it when something's maligned, and I don't know anything about it other than that it's malign. So what drew you into it at first?
0: So I was once a non-believer, and I thought it, I thought it was silly. <laughs> silly and exploitive and trash. Uh, and I have a dear friend, Jason Leroy, who has been on many podcasts who you know hilarious
1: he's so funny i gotta get him on the show he's one of the funniest guys i've ever met
0: and he tried to proselytize me many times and i just wasn't having it uh and then one evening at a dinner party (laughs) they he and another friend of mine described a scene uh which you will eventually get to feast your eyes on from the first season of the real housewives of beverly hills which included a very drunk medium uh, Kelsey Grammer's wife, Paris Hilton's aunts, and some other you know not worth mentionings, getting into a fight while the medium is predicting everybody's nefarious futures uh, and just the way they've described. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> It sounds like
1: a really bad game of Clue, is what it sounds
0: like. And that's kind of how it reads. And so I just was like, okay, Okay. I'm going to dip my toe in this. Uh, And I was given some really great advice that I'm going to pass on to you and your listeners, which is you have to go into the Real Housewives with the right expectations. Um, You should not go in expecting to like any of these women. Uh, You should not go in expecting it to be aspirational. This is a comedy it. um okay <laughs> and everybody involved in the show knows it's a comedy except for the real housewives so if you if you go in
1: oh my god just being prepared okay.
0: to laugh uh, i think you will understand why it's so adored um, so i i watched it and it was hilarious um, and i so there are three pieces of The Real Housewives that is important. The first is that, and we're gonna get serious for just a minute, most women of a certain age on television either play the role of wife or mother. And, uh, you know, all of their interactions, whether important or not, on their TV shows, really revolve around their duties within either of those roles or their relationships with their husband or their children. The Real House
1: definitely a stereotype. Uh, totally, yeah, absolutely. And the Real Housewives,
0: yeah. uh, I, this is laughable. Um, was kind of revolutionary in that it didn't do that. Um, and
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it says "wives" in the it says "wives" in the title though.
0: I know, which is a misnomer because most of them okay. are not actually married, uh, and okay. most of them do not work or they or they work in um, air quotes. Uh, so the show is really about their consultants. Sure. They're consultants or, yeah. Yeah, okay. or
1: they're they, freelancers. They're, they're
0: freelancers. They're entrepreneurs. <laughs> um, OK. <laughs> and so really, the show is about all their interpersonal relationships. Rarely is there a child on screen. Uh, mostly because they are terrible mothers. Uh, And rarely is there a husband on screen unless he's on screen to try to promote his own business. So the show is really about women in their 40s and 50s and their relationships with each other and their endeavors to try to have um, their own identities outside of the scope of being a mother and a wife. And that to me was really empowering Um, because even... Because even the show that it's loosely based off of, The Real Housewives, or Desperate Housewives, was all about these women, but really all of their storylines were rooted in being wives or girlfriends or parents. Uh, So The Real Housewives really just kind of created a genre of real women being women, being independent women. And so that. Okay. So, so you're saying that the that the that the show
1: Real Housewives is kind of trying to play off of the success of those TV sitcom drama dramedy Desperate Housewives? Absolutely, right?
0: absolutely. And even Andy Cohen really? has admitted that that was the inspiration for the show.
1: I did not know that. Okay, well that I mean that already there
0: is really cool. Okay. And so it's called the Real Housewives because the first two seasons really were they were trying to make it about you know women who were married women with no jobs who were married to wealthy men and that just didn't really have any legs it wasn't compelling tv so then they started branching off into no we're going to make it about these women their interactions with each other and what they're doing for themselves and that's when it became kind of a global phenomenon
1: how many iterations are there okay so so this is real housewives of 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 beverly hills that we're i'm gonna in the end i'm gonna end up watching this and i'll probably end up branching out but there's like six or seven am i am i
0: right um well in america and those are the only ones that count um (laughs) okay i think there has been (laughs) nine um and then there's little there's international ones that andy cohen our lord and savior is not involved in so i don't go they're like they're like um I don't know like what's a fake christian they're like uh
1: you they're you say you'd say they're apocryphal
0: they are yes yes so i don't go to those cities i hear they're good but i just i stay devout to andy cohen um
1: (laughs) so you're part of this cult now basically you're telling me this is a cult so which is a lifestyle uh, that's fun you're right oh you're right, a lifestyle <laughs> so that's so good All okay, right. so i okay so about the real housewives of beverly hills is the so why is that one the one that you said i should i should go with first because it was your first or, well i gave you the option of that
0: in yeah. new york and dallas which are all i think bring unique and exciting elements um and I don't know why you went with Beverly Hills. Oh,
1: shoot. Okay. Well, now I feel like an idiot.
0: It might have been because it was my first.
1: That I think that must have been it. Okay. That must have been what it is. Okay. Well, let's continue because I, I guarantee you I'll watch more than one. I am also a fan of quote-unquote trash television because I find it entertaining as well. And uh, it, like I, I have been a big fan of Big Brother for years. And I get made fun of very often for enjoying this show, but I, I enjoy it unironically because I like seeing these quote-unquote real people uh, uh, you know, interact with each other and be forced to spend time with each other. And they are trying to act for the camera, but they are just regular people too at the same time. So I totally get the appeal. I just have never dipped my toe in the Real Housewives pool,
0: yeah. so and to speak. So then the, the second reason um, is... The comedy, which we briefly touched on, um, and it's how you have to really go into this. But so, for example, New York; those women are funny, so a lot of the times you are laughing with them. Uh, Beverly Hills, you are laughing at them, uh, and the, really? the great, the great comedy is if you have a keen eye, is you realize that the show is about how much the editors of the show hate these women. Uh, and, and <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's terrible, but hilarious. Okay. All right. That That's going to make it very fun to watch now. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, they hold no punches. And the more you watch it, the more it becomes clear. And you're basically just waiting for the moment after a real housewife does or says something awful that it's ceremoniously highlighted and and how it's edited into the show
1: oh my gosh I mean that's brilliant okay I'm gonna have to just watch whichever one is coming up onto television now because now I do understand you can't just watch Beverly Hills this is this is an entire masterpiece I wanted to narrow it but I I I severely underestimated the scope of this of of this series
0: it, now that and I know like
1: that there's nine of them.
0: Yeah, and like I told you, it is Shakespearean, and people think I'm like being funny or sarcastic when I say that, but I genuinely mean that. Things that happen in the first season always come full circle, and it's a long game by like season eight, where season one housewife is angry because some other housewife did this one thing, and then by season eight, she's doing that one thing to someone else. Um, They all become the thing they hate the most in the other housewives over time. Uh, and then that leads me to the third reason to watch which is how the show affects the women over time Uh, so season one there's a fan favorite um, and while they're all watching it play on air they realize that's the fan favorite so then season two they all come back and treat this woman differently either they want to be friends with her because they want you know the fans to love them or they want to take her down because they're jealous that she's a fan favorite and so you get to watch You're that play kidding out. Me. No. And of course no way. there's a fourth wall. So you know, you don't see the fourth wall. So None of this is like like egregiously in your face, but you just pick up on it, especially over time. And you're like, oh, she's not mad at her because of this like thing that she made up. She's mad at her because she was more popular last season than this season. Um, and, but what happens is they'll create up a reason to be mad at someone, and then they become invested in the, the drama that they created. Oh, OK. <laughs> oh, my god. OK, how do
1: these people stay friends, then? is it just for the show or like do they have any love for each other at all or is it just for the show
0: it's a mix and that i you know new york they're all genuinely friends for the most part beverly hills they're all a lot of leveraged friendships even when they bring new women on it's like oh um this is my best friend we've been friends forever and they're like how'd you meet and she's like oh um she's just my realtor like they (laughs) <laughs> they don't do a good job of hiding the, f- the f- taking down the fourth wall. Um okay. The the excuses for things happening or new women coming in are very flimsy and almost insulting. Uh, but it just I guess it's they just need to keep up the charade. Um Oh my gosh. Some friendships like if two really critical women to a certain franchise just can't get along. Um Andy Cohen, our Lord and Savior, will broker a peace treaty while they're not filming. uh, Because at a certain point, if the women all hate each other, there's no show.
1: Right. Well, yeah, you have to keep them together. I mean, these are real human beings. Wow. Okay. Jeez. That's crazy. What did Andy Cohen do before he did Real Housewives? What other things did he produce?
0: He was actually, like, a CBS News producer. (laughs) Okay.
1: Okay. So he had a keen eye for the the farcical nature of the world then. Exactly. Basically. Yes. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> and that's what it that's that's exactly what it is. It's a farce, um, but it's just. Yeah. It's and I grew up. Uh, I was raised by all women who came from a wealthy family and were all quote unquote pretty and they all hated each other. So watching this show is like going home to me. Um, nothing soothes oh me more than the sound of middle aged women <laughs> screaming at each other. <laughs> so.
1: So you're, you're, Joe, you're Joe Pesci in My Cousin Vinny. When he goes to jail and hears everyone screaming, he finally gets a good night's sleep when he couldn't sleep in the cabin.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's the f- funniest thing I have ever heard. This is making me uh, see you understand you as a person more. And I thought I knew you pretty well. So this is amazing. Uh, so so you, you say the New Yorkers, they're funnier. And the the Beverly Hills women, you're gonna laugh at you're gonna laugh at them. What about the Dallas ladies? Like, the... what's what's their deal?
0: So they're a mixed bag, and they Dallas is the newest franchise. We're on season four currently. Um, okay. And there's always a breakout star or two, but Dallas has one breakout star who is the most watchable woman ever. And the thing about the Real Housewives is it's all it's not black and white like. You can like a housewife, but she can be a terrible human being, but she's a good housewife. Or you can really enjoy a housewife and think she's a good person, but she's terrible as a housewife. And so there's this great, it teaches you how to live in the gray, Um, but there's this woman, Leanne Locken (laughs) on Dallas, who who was brought up on the carnival circuit. Uh, She refers to herself as a carny. She was also a beauty queen. And she has some disassociative rage issues. She's threatened to kill every castmate. Um, She, in a very famous scene, forgot she was miked, and said some disparaging things about one of her castmates' husband, um, which we won't go into because this is safe for work. Um, Okay. (laughs) But she's just psycho. But I love her. She's the most lovable psychopath you will ever watch. You root for her because she is like the poor, they always pick on the poor and single ones and she's poor and single uh, and a carny. And so they all pick on her. She constantly is getting herself into trouble. She's constantly (laughs) repeating the same mistakes um but you just root for her even though she is awful and is constantly threatened to kill people in like very specific ways not like i'm gonna kill you but like i'm gonna pluck out your eye and make you choke on it like just very yeah yeah
1: whoa that's that's so if someone dies and that those things are specific she literally said what she was gonna do on air yes Whoa! She's got to be careful.
0: Yeah, well, she's and so be super careful. She's just a queen of one-liners. Like these are all dynamic women, and people always ask me, you know, isn't it scripted? And it's like, no, these women. You could not write what these women are doing. They are doing dirty on their own. They don't need anyone to produce them. They don't need anyone to write. For them <laughs> So this Leanne. Well, you
1: did say the the producers. They do hate these people. So yeah, okay. Yeah, continue, please.
0: So this woman Leanne the uh is getting into a fight with
1: someone. <laughs> <laughs> just this, just that sentence.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: just that sentence is so bizarre. I can't believe you just uttered it. You, a very intelligent human that I love is okay and you please
0: (laughs) I can't handle it so this is what this woman says in a fit of rage someone says Leanne your breath stinks and just immediately she goes without even thinking about it I hope it does I hope it smells like dog beep drink it up (laughs) Um,
1: oh jeez, Louise that's so gross
0: and you're just in this moment and you're like, this woman is awful, but she's so clever. <laughs> like I couldn't have come up with that.
1: How, how did she become friends though? How did she become friends with these women? if she's the, If these are supposed to be like ultra wealthy people, how did the poor single one get into this group?
0: Well, she works the charity circuit. So that is the Dallas connection as they're all involved in charity. Um, Oh, okay. So that's just like one, like it's casting. There's a woman on Beverly Hills who you will get to spend a lot of time with. She's just a sad, sad woman. Uh, And she was raised as a child actress. She was a Disney kid in the 70s, and she is forever seven years old on that Disney lot, um, now even as a 60-year-old woman. Uh, Who is it?
1: Who is it? Kim I, Richards.
0: I she was in okay. Escape to Witch Mountain, Little House on the Prairie. Okay. Um, she's All right. Paris Hilton's aunt. Um, okay. And just delusional <laughs> and constantly in her mind on a soundstage at, in Disney. Okay. <laughs>
1: Oh, jeez, Luis uh, These are incredible humans. I have always been a huge fan, and uh, up until now, I, I thought he would be, he's a pretty upstanding dude, uh, until I heard you talk about him uh, in, in conjunction with the show, is Kelsey Grammer. I was a huge fan of Frasier, and the way you've spoken of him since you started watching this show has made me definitely change my mind on liking this human. So, I don't know. That that did, that did threw me for a loop.
0: Yeah, so he, his wife and he appear in the first season of Beverly Hills, and you will hate him for the way he treats his wife, but you will also hate him for marrying her in the first place, because she is also... <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, okay,
1: yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's a double whammy then, isn't it? Jeez Louise. Oh, man. So, when you watch this, do you... Do, uh, I like to watch it the way that people watch it. So do you, like, have a special drink or a special beverage or, excuse me, special meal that you eat while you watch it? I know you're a big McDonald's fan, and I know you're a big wine drinker, so do you combine the two to make a perfect well, meal I, for I it? Well, I
0: can't watch, Mac- or I can't eat McDonald's while I'm watching because I feel like they would judge me if they knew I was watching while eating McDonald's. Oh, <laughs> oh okay because here's right. the other thing like God. my partner had never watched it before he was not interested in joining the religion i got him in and now he's like me and and you will talk about these women like they are your friends uh just like casually like oh the other day leanne said this um or the other day sonia <laughs> did this and people uh, okay. are like your friend and you're like oh sort of um so I do. I feel She's my them, TV friend. My TV friend. I feel them with me when I'm watching. So I I need to be my most presentable while I'm watching. So I usually drink wine. Um, okay. I like to watch. Like this is my therapy. If I'm stressed out or my brain is running a million miles a minute, this is what heals me. Um, mostly because there's nothing better when you've had a really bad day than sitting down and watching wealthy white women argue about what kind of glass champagne should be served in, um, <laughs> and then getting into a fight that will last eight episodes. Oh. Uh, uh, it, like It's just is like, oh, my problems are real, and yet I'm not responding in this way. I feel like a much better person now.
1: <laughs> okay. I mean, that dust... does... Make uh, makes actual actually a lot of sense. I I, I totally get. It. I guess it's probably similar to when why people enjoy watching like ultra dark shows. Like I'm not saying this is a dark show, but when they watch a dark show, it's probably like well at least I'm not you know being hunted yeah. for sport by so like my my problem no longer seems so bad. So do you dress so then so you dress to the nines then right to watch it just in case they judge you.
0: Well no, I mean I'm not going to take things I'm that kidding. Far. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm yeah. um, kidding. I'm kidding. And I will say season 2 cuz I you did agree to watch two seasons of Beverly Hills is very dark. Um like okay. I'm surprised the show survived well, I'll do survived my best. It. I'll see how many I can
1: <laughs> I'll see how many I can get through because so I've already set the DVR on my TV is it available on Hulu or is it available on like Prime or Net- or Netflix or any of those? It's uh, so on
0: binge. It's on Hulu everything except for the most okay. current season. Um, but that sets Got you up it. for at least, you know, 5000 hours of women screaming at each other.
1: Jeez. Is it enough though? Josh, is 5000 hours enough?
0: It's never enough, Not, Chris. It? No. It's never enough.
1: <laughs> That's what they would tell you. All right, so I so the best thing to do is pour myself a glass of wine. Uh, not a red because it gives me heartburn, and then then pull up Hulu and then just take the deep dive into the pool in a full evening gown.
0: Yes, and just remember, you are not there to aspire to be these women. You're not there to like these women. You're not there to learn from these women. You are there strictly to laugh at these women and their suffering.
1: (laughs) And... Just realize that you're a better human than them, and take comfort in that.
0: Exactly, I guess, right? We live in a time where we feel that like actually rich people are taking advantage of us, and we hate them. This is a show that will make you pity rich people, <laughs> and that is priceless.
1: <laughs> that's the true, and that's the true meaning of Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're trying to say, mm-hmm. right? Oh my gosh, I I, I am legit excited. I got Hulu queued up. And I'm gonna watch it I will uh, my wife will be home shortly so we'll probably binge a few at least during dinner so I will I'll get back to you any other quick advice um, before I take the deep dive
0: just be prepared over time Um, the usually the women you like first you hate towards the end so really, Your feelings okay. will flip on a dime. One episode, you'll love someone. The next episode, you'll hate her guts. And then a few episodes back, you might find your way back to her. Um, so I would say that. And then I think that's a good starting point for you. Just remember, it's it's about the editors. It's not the women. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> that, honestly, knowing that the producers hate them is, is, is pure gold josh like it's it is absolute gold oh all right so this episode may be coming to an end but the work is just beginning uh, josh has given you and me j- a script to follow and and just take the entire real housewives franchise by storm because i realize now the error of my ways i have sinned against Andy cohen and so i i must atone and watch all of the franchises as much as I can. So I will be spending the next week taking Josh's advice and then I'll report back to you in a response episode. But in the meantime, uh, I hope you'll try Josh's advice too and you can report back to me as well. Uh, you can also tell me about your fandom for for The Real Housewives. Uh, also, if you want to respond to a previous episode, there's nothing wrong with that too. I mean, just this is just the one that I'll be working on. Uh, but you can tweet at me at like2likethings, that's the number two, at like2likethings, that's on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can also leave a message on the like line at 661-279-0130 or via email at like 2 like podcast at gmail.com. Those are all be in the show notes. I'll read or play the messages on uh, the response episode if they're positive. Now, here's the thing. I see this at the end of every episode. Josh came on here. He bared his soul. He is trying to make me like more things. And there's that. There's no nobler purpose in life. So if you have a problem with The Real Housewives or you think that Josh said something that was incorrect about the show, I legitimately, with all of my heart, do not care. <laughs> I don't. And so... You don't understand how much I don't care. I only want the positivity because that's what this this journey is, is on. That's the journey I'm on. So if you're gonna respond, respond nicely. Uh, now, if you'd like to be on the show or you have a friend or enemy, I guess, because if this show is gonna teach us anything, The Real Housewives, that you can be a friend and an enemy simultaneously, it sounds like, uh, that wants to be on the show, uh, contact me using the same channels. Now, Josh, you are everywhere that I want to be. So where can the people find you?
0: Um, Oh, gosh. Uh, Just Twitter, Josh Hallmark, um, (laughs) and that will give you all the links for all the shows. Um, Yeah, I think that's your best bet. Or just our-americana.com.
1: And, uh, yeah, this is going to be crazy. Josh, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. it. It's so fun to record with you. You're one of my favorite podcasters if not favorite people but thanks so much man I really appreciate it you're
0: welcome and if I may um, it just occurred to me and I feel like this is really important advice for uh, for watching it, The Real Housewives are like therapy and that there's, a, there's specialties um, so if you're dealing with family drama go to New Jersey if you're dealing with <laughs> self-awareness issues go to new york if you are dealing with depression uh go to beverly hills if you're dealing with disassociative rage go to dallas um if you just need to (laughs) laugh at people who are pretending to be rich go to atlanta and if you're feeling all of those traumas go to oc okay (laughs) that's my testimony
1: (laughs) disclaimer josh is not a mental health professional so i mean that that comes with a small caveat but oh my gosh that's incredible oh man oh okay well i will see you next week when the mission is accomplished and remember we can make the world a little brighter a little friendlier and a little more enjoyable by liking a few more things